When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Christian Peter. I'm sorry, but the stories I have about Charlie are not appropriate for the public. The right case of the Mondays. It's Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride, on Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, it's Hour 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. We welcome in Mr. Blackshirt, a Monday with Charlie, Charlie McBride. Coach, have you guys been getting blasted by snow up there, up north? Uh, yeah, that and uh, different colors of gray. Really? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 that's what the Michigan's noted for, is the different, all the different colors of gray that you can, you can find. We got it. So you are in search of the sunshine. I love it. I love it. I think that can be used as a describer for most of the Midwest this time of yeah, year. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been no good. It's been no good. It's to... been beautiful. It's been it's it hasn't been really 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 cold, but uh, it's been it's been the temperature's been okay, you well, know. But the, the other than that, it's raining on and off, snowing on and off. You know, that kind of crap. Well, Tony, are are you a believer in the Farmer's Almanac? Because they said this year would be a milder (laughs) winter, but there'd be a couple big snowstorms for those of us living in the Midwest. Do you you believe what the Farmer's Almanac has to say? Well, some years it's right and years it's wrong. So, (laughs) you know, you just, it's like, you don't don't know your guessing, so you might as well just guess yourself. So you you see a Farmer's Almanac the same way you see like a, a psychic that, you know, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong, and it doesn't really matter? It doesn't matter. I, listen, I'll tell you what. That, it, it, here, right here, the weatherman is wrong all the time. <laughs> good, good on him. He's still working. I like it. Charlie McBride's with us. Coach, we got into the topic of cowboy boots because there's been a lot of smoke around Dana Holgerson and one of our incredible viewers slash listeners compared him to a character on Yellowstone, and I brought up the topic of cowboy boots, and we're trying to talk Elijah into buying some cowboy boots. Have you ever had cowboy boots, and if so, did you wear them around? Yeah, absolutely. I've had uh, probably five or six pair of them in the time. I mean, I still I have a couple here now. Okay. I don't wear them all the time, but I wear them. I usually get the, you know, I don't get the high soles or heels. I just get the street walkers. Okay. Heels. Schmidt needs some high heels in his boots. (laughs) (laughs) My wife's got enough high heels. We're good. Brain in your ankle is what it does. That's pretty good. Well, that's that's the the popular name that was in town as a friend to visit. Matt Rule, and uh, you remember Dana from his time with Coach Leach, but also just seeing what some of his offenses did, be be it at at Oklahoma State or at Houston or at West Virginia. And and what's your impression here? What's your reaction if this thing continues down the path of him 
joining this joining the staff bombs he's away. he's yeah bombs <laughs> bombs away he's an air raid guy but he's he's ran the football quite a bit too yeah and the ball will be in the air it'll uh he likes to throw it that's one thing he he's done and uh, and i know that he's a he's a big uh the times that i remember about him he's really a big deep ball guy too mm-hmm. you know he likes to get get the ball down the field and uh you know that usually makes things exciting if you if, you know if you can get a guy that can stick it in there and uh, so well, you know you never know. I mean, what he's probably uh, like most coaches right now. They're all you know mixing eggs. Mm-hmm. You know they don't know for sure what they're going to do. And you know I was listening to the Big Ten channel today, and they don't know what Harbaugh is going to do, and all that talk still going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and they don't know if, you know, I mean, if a guy does this for three years and you get three, to get um, three, what, three games suspension, you might as well keep doing it. (laughs) (laughs) That's nothing. I mean, you know, it's, um, you know, and then they find the games that are, don't count or whatever it is. But um, I don't, I don't know. But, and, you know, that, West Virginia, that's what I remember the most about him doing there. I, I didn't know, I didn't, you know, see him as much against Oklahoma when he was at Oklahoma State as I did uh, seeing him on TV against when he was at West Virginia. It's Charlie McBride with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Charlie, if Dana is the guy, we, we know he likes to throw it around, but we also know wherever he goes, he does have a high level offense that tends to cater towards the players that he has. So I think that could be a positive. My question to you, though, is with his head coaching experience, coming back and being a coordinator after over a decade of being a head coach, is that a positive or a negative for your coordinator to have? Well, I think it's a, it's a positive in some ways. It, it depends on the person, but, it, it, you know, if he can, will commit to, you know, doing the job, it actually is, a, you know, is a, is a very good job because it's uh, – you're right in the middle of it on offense, and I mean it's, uh, you know, you're kind of you're kind of almost the offensive coordinator. I mean, the head coach on, you know, when you're a coordinator anyway. Uh, I know Coach Osborne; he didn't mess with the defense and you know, that much, and uh, uh, you know, so but he ran the offense. So uh, I didn't feel like a head coach, but I, I said, you know, you're you're kind of responsible for a lot of kids and. Um, and, you know, you have to be prepared. And I think he's one of these guys that, you know, that is a, always was prepared. You know, he's a, he's kind of, he gives you the impression maybe he's not, but he is. You know, like a lot of times, you know, just, just through his, you know, the way he handles himself. And uh, some, he may have long hair one day and short the next. And, you know, cowboy boots on the sideline. Who knows? But, uh and and he'll he'll uh, they'll know he's there, I'll tell you that. Because I mean, uh, if it's not things aren't going good, probably you get a few words out of him up in the balcony in you know, the stadium. <laughs> Charlie McBride's with his coach. Uh, Nebraska able to land a couple of uh, names in the portal. The running back from Dowd uh, from from Oregon, Dowdell, uh, really high level player from Mississippi, and. And then Naor, the wideout that played for Coach Bull and did well at Wyoming, 
he's transferred in from from Texas, and Nebraska seems to be picking their spots with uh, some of these additions via the portal. They keep going young and high school recruiting, but they'll sprinkle in some of these portal guys, kind of like you guys did with the JUCO ranks. Yeah. Well, I think they. I think the ones that those guys that they still have a couple of years left. So yeah, I think. And and that's the good thing is is you don't want them. You know, the thing that I worries me a little bit about a lot of this stuff going on now is you never hear about education anymore. It's all about just football, just money, and football and stuff like that. And it, you know, concerns me a little bit. You know, I mean, they go back even when I was a kid. Recruiting was a whole lot different, and and you know to get a scholarship was was monumental, you know, and uh, because a lot of times even now when parents work hard to save money for one of their sons and they get something, they they don't have to pay for them, and you know except for the travel and stuff. So it, you know, a scholarship still means a lot, but it uh, it doesn't seem like they even mention a scholarship anymore it's how much money i'm gonna get coach a thought on uh nash hudmacher polar bear uh wrestling and he shed about 40 pounds was able to win his match this weekend but you were a a big proponent of multi-sport guys weren't you yeah i love it i love it but Especially wrestling, you know, with linemen because it it develops so much talent. I got a chance to see him a couple of times, you know, on uh, you know, pin that guy uh, um, on different views. Mm-hmm. I mean, different channels had a different view of it, you know, and it was kind of interesting. It just showed how how agile he really is, you know, and things like that. And probably forty pounds dropping isn't isn't a bad deal. <laughs> He's probably twice as quick, and but uh, you know, and even with those forty on pounds on, he, you know, I think the best thing he can do is hand the guy the center off to the, you know, hand him off to the quarterback. <laughs> do you think he puts the weight back on, or do you, could you see him playing at three hundred? Oh sure, yeah, I could see him playing at three hundred pounds. Uh, I think it, you know, it is, you know, you'd be, you'd be surprised because I think, you know, you don't lose much strength. In fact, you get more flexibility and you got more change of direction, probably a little better, which is good, especially when you're rushing the passer or you're making a reaction on a running play. And, and so, you know, I mean, knowing that he'll, he'll, he'll gain some weight during the season. Mm-hmm. You know, if he if he came in at three hundred, I'd guess him by the end of the year he'd be three twenty or three fifteen in that area. You know, and uh, but but um, you know, for wrestling, when you see a guy can lose weight like that up and down, you know those those wrestling coaches love that stuff. So I want to guys, get, yes. I, I want to get your take just on on that weight loss that you kind of talk about because it's it's it sounds so astounding forty pounds in about five weeks and Nash was asked about it. he said I cut out sugary drinks and I cut down some of my meals for example every morning during football season he would eat eight eggs that sounds awesome he cut it down to four and I went wow I would probably have a stomachache if I ate four eggs to start my day every single day but can you just talk about that really fast just the amount of yeah, calories these guys are putting down. I don't like it with the younger kids as much. 
but they have to lose. Like if a kid has to get down, say he's 220, and he has to get down to 85 or something like that, you know, I, I'm not real fired up about that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that way down. But it, as you get older, it's probably not a bad idea. You know, it probably isn't as harmful as it is when you're younger. And, uh, I mean, I used to watch guys that were friends of mine go through and, you know, they were eating a piece of lettuce and they were, they went to the bathroom about 50 times a day to get, just to lose two pounds, you know, for weighing in and stuff. Uh, but to get to where they had to get a lot of them, uh, you're going to see they have to go down rather than up. It's harder to go up than it is coming down, you know. So, uh, but I think that if he can, you know, he did that, I think you can see, I could see he was trim, you know, and he he's quick now. Oh. And uh, so I think he's probably a little quicker than he was at 320 or 325, whatever he weighed. I don't re- remember exactly. Smitty, people are saying that Nash went to you for weight loss advice. Is that true? Uh, I, I could give it to him, uh, but yeah, not, not, he's still uh, undefeated. <laughs> I, I, would, I would run and hide. Uh, Charlie McBride's with us. Coach, all right, Frank Solich got into the College Football Hall of Fame today. What do you think? Oh, that's great. Oh, I, that, that's pretty good. I mean, you know, Frank made a, made a, I think made a pretty good move by, you know, I when he when he left is not saying, well, I'm going to go to the, you know, the top divisions and this and that, or I'm not going to coach. A lot of guys will even say that, and Frank did a great job there. I mean, the only the hardest thing it was was probably for the kids to play on TV in the middle of the week when all the students were going to school and things mm-hmm. like that, that's kind of hard on your team a little bit sometime when you're not playing on a Saturday. And uh, But, uh, you know, he deserved it. I mean, you know, he's he's won everywhere he's been, and he's been, he's, you know, he's, he's just a good person. Mm-hmm. And and I think, you know, that he's, he, he deserves it. I, he, he's won, like I said, he's, I think he was the oldest coach at the, his last year there that was on, that was active, um, and that's I think he's in his seventies, and mm-hmm. you know that's pretty that's pretty good. But he, Frank was always in pretty good shape. Yeah, Frank's uh, still put together. Coach, about ninety seconds before we say goodbye till next week, Michigan or Washington tonight? Washington tonight. What happens? I got to stick with the Big Ten, you know, right now. Of course, they're all Big Ten schools. (laughs) But I think, you know, I'd like to see Michigan win. And uh, I don't know what's going to – it's going to be interesting to see what Harbaugh does. But, uh, you know, for their sake, uh, from what I just hear about the players, you know, they're really hanging together pretty good. Well, and, and that's it. And uh, you've got a Nebraska connection with Ernest Hausman playing linebacker for Michigan. And uh, right now, uh, we'll, Elijah and I will make our predictions a little bit later, but it's a, it's a great night for the future of the Big Ten and, and quite frankly, one of the uh, old guards of the Big Ten. And uh, a lot of polarization, though, with with Harbaugh and in this thing. It's a great night for those that like the stylistic match. It's like old football versus new football. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying Washington's not uh, not physical. I'm not saying Michigan's not updated. But it's it's that classic throwback Michigan against that high-flying modern Washington. Stylistically really interesting. 
Well, Washington's not little sisters of the poor, and I don't. I think they'll make a pretty good showing. They're a tough bunch of kids. I mean, you know, in general, and I don't cherish playing them. You know, I mean, when we played them, we we got a knot on our head, you know, a few times, and uh, so you know, it, it, Michigan will have. They'll be ready to play. I mean, Washington, I think, will be really be ready to play. The quarterback's very, very, very accurate. He's awesome. Coach, you stay warm and bundled up, and we'll check in next Monday, all right? I'll do it. I'll be here smiling and grinning. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Coach, you take care. Thanks again. Okay. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye now. There he is, Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride. The Blackshirt Hour rolls forward. Jay Moore on the way with Hale Varsity.